Look, last time I did one of these solo best ball breakfast streams was two weeks ago, and I got extremely angry. Can we not do that this morning? Can we get the week started on a good note? Bro, I'm telling you, hop in these drafts when these idiot streamers are trying to draft and talk to the chat at the same time. It's so plus EV, bro. Oh no, I think I... I accidentally just took Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs. What do we call that? A no-no. <laughs> no way. You don't have to set your lineup. That's incredible. And recently eclipsed 23%, and I'd much prefer it to be in the more 21 to 22% range. All right. Here's the deal on the coffee situation this morning. Everyone just fucking relax. Everyone relax. I'm not doing a hot coffee pour. I it, it's it's like a hundred degrees out, but I I have an olive branch. I have a peace offering. Okay, I am going to pour my iced coffee for you guys. I don't want to deprive you of the coffee pour. Everyone relax. Put the pitchforks down. You're gonna get a pour. Okay, but it's gonna be a different. We have my cup with the ice cubes. Okay. We have our cold brew concentrate here. Can't really make any noise with that. And we have some high quality mountain Poland spring water. So now I'm going to show you how the iced coffee sausage gets made. We're going to go about a third concentrate here. Then we're going to go about two-thirds water. Then we are going to take an extra long spoon. Here's for all the ASMR freaks out there. A little uh, taste test there for quality control. And now we are all set. And also, I'm going to take this back to my fridge. Everyone chill out for a sec. <laughs> oh, man. The look Laura just gave me as I walked into the kitchen to return that and her overhearing that whole thing. Her words were, you must be hard-pressed for content. Yes, I am, Lord. Yes, I am. How are we doing? How okay? We do we like the ASMR stir? There we go. Yeah, the uh, the concentrate. I messed around with that from Trader Joe's. I I made my own concentrate there. So we we ground it up. We do the uh, the drip for about twenty four hours, and then we're good to go. Iced coffee is the real coffee. Thank you, Mookie. Ice clinking on glass sounds so nice. You guys are sick. You guys are absolutely sick. Josh, I I, I mean, I, I told you guys to put the pitchforks down, okay? You guys want the coffee. Sometimes it's not the coffee you want. Good morning, Xenon. ASMR equals Amon Ross St. Brown in my brain. Yeah, that's because we are we're all uh we're all broken humans here. Alex drinking year-round cold brew like an alpha. That was like a couple of uh, the football players at my high school. Um I went to school in, in Colorado and they would wear cargo shorts and flip flops year round, regardless of the weather, like no joke foot of snow on the ground. And these offensive linemen are showing up to school in flip flops and cargo shorts. That, that was a true alpha play. Um, GM, GM, where my hounds out. We are going to see if we can get the hounds going today. I'm sure you guys have all been drafting puppy drafts. How close are we to getting that full? That's at 37%. But uh, on this show, we do Best Ball Mania three drafts. I am hopping in one right now. That is what we do around here. Come join me if you would like to tango with the value hounds on this fine Monday morning. Please, God. Please, God. No 101. Please, God. Please, God. No 101. Please. 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 No 101. 106. We're close to having a PR disaster on our hands. Mm. 
Willis, you were part of the uh, cargo shorts and flip-flops gang? You are disgusting. Tanyan said he's going on vacation today. Long trip with a ton of drafts. I actually have been ripping a lot of puppy drafts. The uh, The first puppy, I didn't get that many in. I did register for a bunch of slow drafts, and I've been kind of firing at the puppies whenever I get a chance. So I've, I'm on like a few-day Best Ball Mania 3 break. I did finally crest um, 75 drafts on Best Ball Mania 3, so I am uh, officially at the halfway point of my Best Ball Mania 3 journey. I should write a medium blog post, just overly sentimental. My Best Ball Media, uh, Mania 3 journey, what I learned along the way. Star Kindlers in the 106 Overflow Draft. Going to start, going to draft in solidarity with you, Pete. Let's do it, Star Kindler. Mark Smith, whoa, what are those RGB numbers next to the players? Uh, hang on one sec. I, this is so unprofessional. I'll tell you guys this story, but my car broke down over the weekend and the auto shop is calling and I am going to take this. All right, we're back. We auto-drafted Austin Eckler here. No, I le I legitimately I legitimately almost died on Friday. I was heading out uh, to the Catskills. One of my friends invited me out. He got an Airbnb for the weekend. And the clutch on my 07 Toyota Corolla gave out on the middle of the highway. Completely gave out. I'm downshifting, trying to uh, get any power whatsoever. My car stalls in the middle lane of a highway. I have semi-trucks bearing down on me. I'm looking in the rearview mirror. Can't move anywhere. They're swerving away at the last second. I, I legit almost died. Uh, I finally got a break in the traffic, was able to put it in neutral, whip it over to the shoulder, rolling down a hill. It was, a, it was a very scary time, and so now my car is at some random auto body shop in bumfuck Massachusetts, and I'm trying to figure out how much it's going to cost me to fix my precious Corolla. Yeah, it's uh, I could show you guys a, a photo too, but I, I was so I was so close to being screwed because I also, like just a little bit further back from where my car was able to get to the shoulder, there was a guardrail. So if I would have been back any further, I wouldn't have had any shoulder to even put the car. I would have just been in the slow lane on the highway, and I probably would have just had to abandon my car and watch it get demolished by a semi-truck who didn't notice that it was stalled out. So yes, best ball breakfast almost didn't happen. Hot best ball summer coming to a, a crashing halt. It was not a fun Friday evening for me, but I'm okay now. We're back in business. And uh, we drafted Austin Eckler, and I'm okay with it. That's my new lease on life. I'm willing to draft Austin Eckler and Mike Evans here, I guess. Mike Evans, three picks after ADP, dare I say. Oh, Hmm. Yeah, let me let me show you this. Uh, I'll show you guys this photo, um, and you guys can see here what uh my 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 Corolla on the side of the road. It was funny too because, or not? I guess it was. It wasn't really funny, but um, the tow truck driver he says to me, uh, 
He goes, you're the most Zen person I've ever picked up. And I was like, no shit, dude, because I almost died. <laughs> I'm in a pretty good mood to be alive right now. Uh, here, I'll quickly show you this photo of, uh, of my car on the side of the road. So here, this is my car right here on the shoulder. You can see the shoulder is super skinny here. And then this was the guardrail. So I was like up here on the right. I'm on the clock here. I'll make my pick. I'm going to take Kyle Pitts. Taking Kyle Pitts. So yeah. So if I was any further down, I wouldn't have had anywhere to put the car because there was the guardrail. So I put it in neutral, coasted back in reverse here because I got like a 30 second break in the traffic. But man, it was uh, it was very scary. Very scary. All right. Enough car stories. Just Pete, I come here for the drafting. I don't give a shit that you almost got T-boned on the Massachusetts Pike. Mm. This is this is what I'm I, I'm like now bracing for is like because my car has it's 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 in pretty good shape. It has 80,000 miles on it. I love my car. This is the first major issue I've ever had with it. But it's also to the point where how much money am I going to put into fixing it? But the car still, even at its resale value, is going to be just worth infinitely more to me than whatever I could turn it in for. I don't really want to be trying to buy a car right now. Not that fun. So we'll see if uh, we'll see what they come back to me with. Did I show him my nips? No, he didn't show me. I didn't show him my nips. I did get a, uh, he dropped me off at some random auto body shop out in the middle of Massachusetts. And then I was like 20 feet from a bar and it was the diviest of all dive bars I've ever been to in my life. And I was waiting for Lauren to come pick me up. And, uh, it was, it was quite the experience. It was a harrowing experience. Thank you, Cairo. I appreciate that. That's my plan, Casey. The problem is I do need the clutch to work uh, to be able to drive it. Don't worry. My, my plan is to pay to fix the Corolla, but we will see what how much they say that's going to cost me. I did. I crushed three Bud Light drafts at this dive bar before Lauren came and got me, and I did a couple of puppy drafts. That I, I'll, I'll actually have a funny, who am I going to take here? Um, Zeke, no. I guess we'll just take Deontay Johnson. Sure. Um, when I was on the side of the road waiting, you know, I had to wait probably about, it ended up being about 45 minutes, but my phone didn't have a, a full charge on it either. And so I'm sitting here on the side of the road and I'm like, it would be really nice to just jump in a puppy draft right now to kill this 45 minutes while I wait for the tow truck. But I couldn't even do it because I was like, if my phone dies while doing a puppy draft and I can't, you know, contact the tow truck or Lauren, I, I don't think I prepared to make that trade off. So I did show a little patience and waited until I was safe and sound at the dive bar before blasting off in a puppy draft. It was a very good reason to get drunk. I, I also then uh, got high and had Lauren take me to Taco Bell. I was, uh, that was how I was going to sell it. Did I just get timed out? Oh, no, I'm on the clock here. Oh, wow, we're, we're doing DK Metcalf at pick 54 now? I'll do that. I'll do that. Have not been drafting a lot of DK Metcalf, but at 54, oh, Thank you, Aaron. Welcome to becoming a new YouTube member. GM Joshua. Dude, Joshua, I went absolutely ham at Taco Bell. Uh, my favorite item on the menu is the Crunchwrap Supreme, so I always get that. I generally will get a Mexican pizza too. They didn't have any Mexican pizzas, but they did have that new Cheez-It Gordita thing. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, then I normally get just a couple double decker tacos because I like the, uh, the hard shell, soft shell combo. Um, what else did I get? I got a lot of shit, but yeah, Crunchwrap Supreme is my, is my main go-to. 
Mm. Tyler goes with the steak quesarito. I don't know if I've had that one yet. Wow, a lot of steak quesaritos here in the chat. I, I really missed out there. What? How bit? I'm I'm not even paying attention because I was. Oh my God! What is R Foley doing out of the eight hole? Holy testosterone! Derek Henry, Saquon Barkley, Kamara, Brees Hall, AJ Dillon. What a start! What an absolute start! Hmm. Michael says, I dare you to say one thing about your strategy to this draft other than Aru. Uh, that is literally what your strategy should be through the first four or five rounds. I do think people in general, the boards I'm seeing are overreaching for stacks early on. There are so many things you can do for getting your correlation later. I do not, I do not worry about correlation early on in drafts. Just wait until you guys see the numbers on the amount of Cooper Cup with Mike Williams or Keenan Allen teams. You will vomit. It'll be like in DFS when you flip over the cards and you're like, oh, I thought I was getting CeeDee Lamb at 11% and he's actually 36%. It is not going to be pretty. Um, Let's see here. I think we'll just keep value hounding it here with Hertz. Let's do. Let's do Hertz. Where did uh? Where did Devonta Smith go? Oh, Kate, Rob took Devonta. Wow, Rob taking Devonta seven picks ahead of ADP. What's the opposite of value hounding, Rob? Hmm. Josh says, remember when Taco Bell used to be good? How about this, Josh? Have a near-death experience, get high, and then go to Taco Bell and tell me it's not good. Um, Josh says, where do you think the sweet spot is in this year's draft? I mean, 105. Pat Thorman had a very funny uh, tweet the other day where it was the, uh, you've entered a draft. You've received the 105 and the hair on the back of your neck stands up. I mean, the 105 is, I mean, there's such a, a tear gap going from Jamar Chase to Austin Eckler, like I just felt here. Um, you got the two stud running backs, that clear tier of the top wide receivers. I do, I will a lot of times take digs at 1-6 in that spot. I think he is my preferred guy, but sometimes your auto mechanic calls you and you get timed out and you draft Austin Eckler instead. I, I I can't, I'd like to try to come up with a galaxy brain take for the back half of round one, but I don't even know if I can do that. Um, all right, let's do, let's do Miles Sanders here with our, with our Philadelphia Eagles bet, unless there's anything else I'm missing. I don't think there's anything else I'm missing. Let's do Miles Sanders. Phil got CMC at 105 recently. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. Even in some of these puppy rooms I've ended up in that have been pretty running back heavy. I mean, the drafters are still completely willing to take Jefferson and and Chase early. You're rarely getting those guys slipping past one six these days. Value leakage. Hmm. Yeah, no, but the 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 point achiever saying Galbrain is Swift. I mean, I love Swift, but like you don't need a late pick to get him. I mean, where did he go in this draft? See, you you could do the Steph Diggs DeAndre Swift pairing, um, which is still a very nice pairing. I mean, the dream right is like I mean sometimes Swift or uh, Chase will follow like one six. If you can get like a Jamar Chase Swift pairing, that's real nice. But it's like, yeah, just, it, it's hard. I can't say with a straight face that it's fun having, you know, the 11 or the 12 pick, especially for zero RB drafters, right? Because you're just getting funneled to the exact same combo of Adams, Debo, Lamb, and Evans. 
another thing where those those combinations are just so highly frequented there. I have not seen Leone tilt yesterday for getting sniped on Juju. I, I heard him and Silva had a very fun uh, NFC draft, so I will have to uh, I will have to check that out. Leone, of course, was on the randomizer on Thursday. He was getting roasted for the photo of his lawn he posted, mainly because uh, Rich Rebar pointed out he still had his Christmas lights up. But then we also got the bombshell revelation that Silva doesn't actually mow his own lawn. You know who does mow their own lawn? Legitimately? This guy. This guy mows his own lawn. We're just going to keep value hounding and tilting the correlation bros. Oh, I wanted Traylon Burks mathology. Why? All right, we'll we'll get another rookie. We'll find hey, an olive branch to the correlation bros. An olive branch to the correlation bros. Chris Olave bring back. There you go. You happy now? You happy? Willis mows his own lawn. It's funny because I had a lawn mowing business uh, growing up in, in, in high school. I think from like, I don't know, seventh or eighth grade until I went to college, I mowed, I don't know, five to eight lawns pretty consistently, uh, in the summers. And so it's never felt like a, a massive chore to me. Um, maybe there's like a bit of a nostalgia factor there in, in mowing the lawn. An Olave tree. There we go. William says, once I get my own house from winning BBM3, then I'll own my own lawn. Yeah, right, man. Uh, what what you would BBM3, you're gonna you're gonna be going the silver route, paying the neighborhood kids to mow it for you. Um, all right, yeah. Everyone always asking about the HUD. So I've done some content. This is uh Brick75, aka Brian Hooper Sports HUD. We call this the draft caddy. It is an overlay that works with Chrome browser or Mozilla. You can customize what kind of information you have here. I obviously have week 16 matchup, week 17 matchup, and my current Best Ball Mania 3 exposures. There's all kinds of options. We actually did a full tutorial on it on a, a Friday edition of Lowell's. We pre-recorded that on Thursday night, and then I posted it Friday. So I believe the name of the video is how to get an edge in your best ball drafts. If you go to my uploads, you'll see it there. Um, and we walk through how to install it. You can get a free two-day trial on it. And then I believe it is, I, I, I legitimately can't remember. I think it's like $25 or $29 a month. So if you're doing a lot of drafts, um, it's going to be especially useful for um for multi-tabling as well. Um, let's see here. Let's grab Sky Moore. We're, we're now getting Sky Moore at pick 102. Those idiot ship chasers memed this guy into the sixth round, and now he's come crashing back to earth. Fake influencers. Couldn't, couldn't keep Sky Moore's ADP up high enough. Star Kindler liking the HUD. Unreal helpful, worth every cent. Star Kindler says, I've got my Dubner columns in my HUD exposure and also my plus minus ADP value on each player. That's really cool. Yeah. I, that's the thing Brian and I were talking about on Friday. Is like, I'm sure some of you guys are going to come up with information to put in there that we haven't even thought of yet. Um, that's going to be very, very helpful. I know I don't have the Sky Moore clip over in this uh, edition of StreamYard. DJ Mitchell says, do you know if the draft caddy will have the ability to upload any database or only what Brick has in the extension? No, no, no. You can, it's because it's a CSV upload, you can use some of the default categories that he has in there, but you can upload, if you can put it in a CSV column, you can upload it um, to the Sports Hut. So yeah, it, it really is kind of limitless with the kind of information you can get in there. Danny says Olave may get steam soon. A lot of early buzz about him. Camp may blow it up. Remember when Marquez Calloway was getting blown up in Saints camp last year? Oh. All right, what are we going to do here?
look at this. This is why it's interesting to see the HUD. I have fairly smoothed out exposures in this range outside of Christian Watson and Tim Patrick. Cordell Patterson here. Do we want to push out our bet on? Patterson's ADP is so weird to me because I feel like he always slips 10 picks past ADP. Garrett Wilson, nice pick there, Mathology. Yeah, we'll we'll grab we'll grab CPAT here. We'll grab CPAT. Thank you for that news blurb. Cordell Patterson likely won't be a bell cow back. Hope says, I missed the tutorial. Do the exposures update automatically or do you have to upload it after every draft? So right now, the exposure part isn't automated. Um, he's working on that. I mean, I don't find the need to need to necessarily update it for every single draft just because, you know, the exposures aren't going to meaningfully change um, a ton, you know, every few drafts. But yes, uh, right now you do need to do that. But with the spreadsheet, um, and it, it's pretty easy uh, to update, but that is going to be coming soon, I believe, just having that automated with the exposures, which will which will make things very nice. Can we get Brian to call it Romeo the caddy from Tin, Tin Cup? I, I had to convince him just to call it the caddy. First it was, what, what was it? Bricks draft, buddy? And he's like, there's no way we're doing that. <sighs> yeah, Michael says, why so low on Tim Patrick? Is it mainly because of Hamler or Price? Um, I think it's both. Um, this is generally a range where I am drafting the running backs. I mean, this is such kind of a sweet spot for the zero RB running back range. Um, you know, Patterson, Rojo. I mean, look at all these running backs available. Madison. I, I mean, you can see my Rashad White, my my Spiller exposure. So it's that and just knowing that I always have um, KJ Hamler later. But I do agree with you guys. I don't I don't want to be at 1% Tim Patrick. I do think he's overpriced. Um and so that makes it a little tougher for me to do. What should I do here? What should I do here? Should we set up a, should we just go all in on, on New Orleans here? Let's see. Let's maybe give it a shot. I guess we could also, we could also have gone um, Friarmouth and built out something with Pittsburgh. But we'll go, we'll go double. Double Saints there. Murano says, um, with this year's wide receiver draft class, it's so hard to see any of these guys being bust. Do you think all of them will smash pay off their ADP? How many do you think will bust this year? I think of it like the opposite. I, I think a bunch of them will bust or underwhelm, but the few that do hit are going to hit in such a way that, you know, massively pays off their draft cost. And I, I really, I, I like a lot of the rookies. I share that sentiment with you, but I do think we just have to be careful with managing expectations. But, you know, Burks in London in, in their range are so nice. I, I love, I mean, the price on Garrett Wilson here, pick 114 for Garrett Wilson is nuts to me. Sky Moore, if we're getting him after pick 100 is really nice. Um, Olave, as you saw, isn't one of my favorite guys, but I'm happy to get exposure in this range. I mean, we're trying to kind of nail, you know, this year's Jalen Waddle, right? Who was going in that eighth, ninth round range. Um, so yeah, I I'm with you generally, but I would, I'm not, I'm not counting on all of these guys to hit. We just know historically the one that these guys do have a clear path to targets. Um, all these guys, except Sky Moore, Sky Moore's path is a little bit more muddied, but the upside upside case is just so massive. Um, but yeah, I, I think these rookies should still be a very big part of your, of your strategy. Joey says, what have you been doing at 102p? I have no idea. I only get 101s. Um, no, I, I mix it up. Um, I, I love Cooper cup. Um, sometimes I'll do a Justin Jefferson there. I'll take CMC. I don't, I don't feel super strongly. Um, they're in one direction or the other. Let's see. What's mathology going to do? Uh, I'll take I'll take Fryermuth here. Give us a second um stack option here. So we'll have Fryermuth and Deontay Johnson. Who knows? 
who knows? Maybe I do an Awesomeo approved three QB build. Yeah, Mookie saying Chase was like a sixth round pick at one point last summer. Yeah, for most of the summer, he was going what? Like mid to late fourth. And then we had that stretch where he had the drop balls in the preseason game. Um, and there was the reports that he had the quote about saying like the ball was different and it was it was hard for him to adjust. And we literally got, you know, a 15 pick ADP slide. That's how the Traylon Burke stuff feels to me. I do really think um, the Burke stuff is ultimately overblown. And we're going to look back on this price tag here. And again, this is de- this is detaching even from what he ultimately does. I just mean as this new story affects his ADP. I do think, you know, once we get the slightest bit of positive news, him having a good preseason game, like Burks is going to snap back right into the London range for picks. Like, I don't really think there should be a, a difference between where Traylon Burks and Drake London are going. And you can see here, there's a, basically a 20 pick gap solely because of like the asthma report. Um, and I need to make a pick here. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I'm going to take Jalen Tolbert, I guess. Didn't have anything that I absolutely loved there. Because body spill snipe me on Jameis. We'll keep drafting rookies. Yeah, Tyler's saying I've been building three QBs with just late QBs, hopefully targeting a couple of the second year guys. Don't mind the builds at all. For sure. And I think that's my thing with the three QBs. Like this is uh, you know, this would have been a, a tougher spot of like, say I have Hurts, say Jameis falls to me and I grab Jameis there. And then do I complete that double stack for Pittsburgh, even though it'd be a QB three and a Hertz build? That's where I start to struggle with it and think through the opportunity cost of like, how much is Kenny Pickett really offering me over Hertz uh, and Jameis? But I, I think um, that point about getting a unique stack through and three QB builds really resonated with me. And so I do think, you know, when you aren't afforded the luxury of a two QB build, um, that those three QB, you know, stacks that you can get in make make a ton of sense. What other what did our what did our robust RB drafter end up doing? So he finally grabbed Adam Thielen, then got Russell Wilson, took Goddard, um, Ken Walker, James Cook. Oh my God, Foley. Foley is going so high T this morning. Look at this build. A 1732 build for Foley. Whew. That's hot. I've been kind of distracted today, so I haven't been really thinking through my end game strategy here. So I'm at a 1372. I'm done at tight end. Um, I could see myself doing a three quarterback build with like Hertz Pickett, and then, oh God. Not a Seattle guy. Um, I'm trying to think what other backdoor stacks. I'd probably just rock Hertz and pick it. Look at this. The two best available running backs doubling up the backfields I've already committed to. That's gross. That's real gross. You know what? Let's see. Ugh. Ugh, I hate this running back room here. We're going to do Corey Davis. We'll get, we only have 5% Corey Davis. Zach Wilson's a MILF hunter that likes targeting older players. I have some correlation with DK Metcalf there. Let's do it. We are going to have to start drafting some more running backs though. Never, never. That's a good call. That's a good call. Mar- uh, well, I wouldn't do Mariota. Maybe I'll do. Maybe I'll do a Ritter. Maybe I'll do a Ritter picket to close it out. Um. Yes, we're gonna have splash play today at two thirty. I think we'll hop in a draft. But knowing Spags, Spags might want to talk about the Zach Wilson sleeping with his mom's friend story for a full sixty minutes. So no promises. 
on how that ends up going down. Joey, learning so much in my first draft of the summer. Apparently, A-Rob is on the Rams. Welcome. Welcome to Hot Best Ball Summer, Joey. Jump on in. The water is warm. I do like this. So if I if I ended up with, I have what? I have four more picks. If I'm using two of them on quarterbacks, that means I have, I probably want to get to a five, a five running back build. So I have two more quarterbacks and two more running backs. It would have been nice to tack on Quez Watkins to this Jalen Hurts team, but I just don't think it's going to be in the cards. I don't think it's going to be in the cards. I've been taking, man, 0% James Robinson. Um, I don't want more Mark Ingram. I've been taking a lot of Marlon Mack recently. I'll keep getting these numbers up. Keep getting these Marlon Mack numbers up. Alex says, Spags also might be in jail after Friday's show. I don't even want to know. I legitimately don't even want to know what's going on over there. He hasn't been putting those up on the podcast feed. I, I probably would have checked them out if he put them on the podcast feed. Um, just when I'm, you know, driving around, my car busting down. Maybe I get to it then. But uh, I have not been listening to the Friday streams, and it's probably good, right? Because I'd probably just tell him that I no longer want to be his co-host and I want to kind of separate myself from whatever horny, bonkable brand he's creating over on the Splash Play channel. What other running back should we add to this build? What other running back? Let me, what else have you guys been up to? Mathology, what's your team doing in here? Diggs, Swift, Allen, Gabe Davis, Brandon Cooks, Dobbins at 66, Gibson at 79, Burks, Woods, setting up that Tannehill. Interesting. Where did Tannehill already go? Why did you go Mac Jones over Tannehill, Mathology? You had Burks, Burks and Woods. This guy builds an outdoor shower and then forgets how to stack. I can't even share some of these comments. FF Doom says, you're going to be bummed when J-Rob returns to camp 100% healthy. Yeah. What, what What's the phrase that best ball bros and touts say to cope these days? They're like, no, this is what this is what Davis says. Davis will go, look, James Robinson. I'm just going to try to do his voice. I won't do his voice. He goes, maybe I will. Look, if James Robinson's the guy I need to win this year, so be it. So be it. Michael says, George Pickens is my favorite rookie wide receiver to draft this year. He's going to be where James Washington was going last year. Now Pickens is a starter. I do like Pickens. I do like Pickens a good amount. Look, oh my God, look at this KJ Hamler exposure. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. So we got one more running back we can take here. Hmm. Been drafting a lot of McKinnon, a lot of Foreman. You know a guy that um, both Sean and I think I might just take my first quarterback here because all of these guys are way down. I'll hold off on my running back thought. The value hounding gets thrown out the window this late in the draft. Um, we're also going to do, I'll spin here after this draft is completed for, uh, some gift cards for the underdog cardio club crew. We're going to keep doing those every Monday 
morning draft. I know Hayden and Josh are spinning for prizes on their drafts as well or on their shows. Paul says, any concerns with Hamler? I wasn't really until listening to Rebar and Betts talk about that injury. Yeah, I I listened to that episode. That was a very good episode that Rich did on the Sharp Football podcast feed um, with Betts, who's a, who's a doctor for uh, the fantasy footballers. I also was reading some of the articles um, from Hamler in the team as well. I am not concerned um, right now, but I'm willing to... Uh, I definitely think I'm in the territory now where I'm not, you know, going to be forcing Hamler. Like I want to make sure I'm getting him at a value. But again, my whole thesis is playing for late season production, you know, week 15 through 17. And so I'm less concerned with, you know, Hamler getting off to a slow start. And we just also see how quickly these timelines change, right? I mean, we went, we went from reports on, uh, I'm going to grab Sony Michelle. He was the guy I was thinking about that Sean and Pat are both getting me um, a little interested in here. But back to the injury thing, like this stuff is so amorphous, right? We went from Godwin might not be ready till October, till November. And then what's the report over the weekend that, that, that Godwin might be ready week one. So I don't know. I, I definitely want to, I'm not just putting my head in the sand with this stuff and I want to take in as much information as possible, but, um, and I, and I'm mainly trying to gauge steam, right? Like if we think a guy's going to get much cheaper, like if you told me Hamler's going to just be going undrafted because people are going to get so spooked, that would really be a wake up call to me of like, all right, stop, you know, hammering him at these prices. But I don't know. I don't, I don't really see him getting extremely cheap. I'm not super, not super concerned about it yet. I think, I think that's fair, though, to cool the exposures on him, for sure. And I, I kind of, regardless of injury stuff, like, I do want to cool my exposures and, and basically be like, you know, these guys that I have more than 15% of, it's because I'm, I'm generally, quote-unquote, reaching a few picks at ADP to get them. And so now I just kind of want to reorient my mindset and be like, all right, I'm not removing them from my draft board, but I'm going to be taking them only after ADP. And I think that's kind of a good way to still get exposure to your guys that you feel strongly about, but just being a little bit more price sensitive, knowing some added risk might be, be added into the equation. Dustin says, I have so much Michelle already glad to hear him getting talked up now. Yeah, he was, um, he was a guy that I just wasn't super excited on, but you know, Pat and Sean both have made really compelling arguments about how he is most likely going to be their their goal line back in this offense. We also saw Sony look really good down the stretch with the Rams last year. And it's one of those classic backfields that I think we naturally want to stay away from because it seems so messy. But we know there's opportunity there. Um, I did early on in draft season. I was drafting a ton of Mostert. And now I kind of want to balance that out with a little bit more Sony Michelle. It's Mookie says Camara's ADP right now seems so low. Yeah, I led uh, in today's Fantasy Life newsletter. I wrote about the Camara situation and how uh, I'll, I'm going to grab Ritter as my my final thing here. Um, how to, 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 how people are kind of jumping to conclusions on assuming this Camara suspension, and it was I believe Drew Davenport. Um, I think he has some kind of legal background. Was kind of talking through the various scenarios with it. And basically his takeaway was it's very likely this trial gets pushed out like deep into the fall, October, maybe November. And by the time like the NFL even got around to doing a suspension with it, that it would probably be a 2023 suspension. And so his thesis was he doesn't really see this case impacting Camara's 2022 fantasy outlook. So if that's the case, he's a, he's a very good value here <laughs> fully took him at pick 32 um, and it's definitely something uh, I think is, is exploitable in drafts. And I probably need to be grabbing a little bit more of him lately. Michael says, Adam Kaplan confirmed. I assume you're referencing Sony. Michelle is the, is the guy on the fantasy points pod. Yep. Um, bruh, really Ritter. Yes. Yes. Um, 
this was this ended up being a per like I was saying with the um if I went Jameis Winston, if I got Jameis Winston, I would have just rocked a two QB build. But I do love going with the three QB when I get two of them really late and getting those three stacks. So I have, you know, Hertz and Sanders didn't really get a, a major Philly stack, but that doesn't bother me quite as much with Hertz, who's gonna run a lot. And then I have that big week 17 correlation with Olave and Landry coming back. Um, I get the Kenny Pickett double to Fryermuth and um, Deontay Johnson. And then I also have uh, a Desmond Ritter correlation there with CPAT and Pitts. No Arizona bring back though. Major fail on my part. Um, weird team for me. Uh, Austin Eckler, Miles Sanders, CPAT, Marlon Mack, Sony Michelle. Structurally, I'm fine with it. Um, Evans, Deontay Johnson, Metcalf, Olave, Sky Moore, Tolbert. So nice mixture of some rookies three different kind of team stacks that big week 17 stack with Philly and new Orleans feel pretty good about this one. Oh, you're pissed because I, I snipe. I mean, Nick, I telegraphed my intentions about six picks ahead of time. If you were watching, you could have easily have grabbed him around before I literally said I was going to get rid of. Hmm. Oh man, just an absolutely rough scene for Soccer Dave on the Swolecast on uh when, when did we record that last Wednesday or Thursday? Didn't know a single Miami Dolphins running back. Um is Chase Claypool good at football? I I think so. I think he's really good at football. Um if he's not, my entire world up to this point has been a lie. Um all right, let's uh let's spin for some of these underdog cardio club prizes. I should also mention I did put up some new merch for you guys, for the value hounds out there. We do now have a value hound t-shirt and a value hound tank. Here, uh, I just put an order in to get one of these bad boys. It is value hound summer. So if you guys win uh, a gift card today, I think I'll do four $25 gift cards, compliments of our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. And you guys are welcome to get some Value Hound merch. You are welcome to get the water bottles, the Underdog Cardio water bottles, all that good stuff. But let's spin the wheel here. We'll do, we'll do four $25 gift cards here for our Underdog Cardio Club crew. Josh says, Pete, if you if people win, are you taking them off the wheel? I'm not. I'm not. Um, it is randomized. Um, actually, why do I have 382 names on here? I must have actually accidentally put it on twice. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna put these uh back on once just to make sure I had. But Josh, no, I'm not I'm not doing it. If if you if your name comes up once um or twice with one out of 183 odds. I just think you're a pretty lucky person. I just think you're a pretty lucky person. Let me paste my list of underdog usernames here. There we go. Wait, why does it why does it say entries 479? That's really weird. Huh. No, but this is the right list. Andy8052 was my last guy on here. I think we're good. I don't know why this is tweaking out. All right, first gift card here. Yes, if if everyone keeps it a secret, I will 100% do a redo if Jack wins. Vibrancy. Congrats, Vibrancy. I need to write these down so I remember to cross-reference here. Uh, Vibrancy, you win a $25 gift card to get some underdog merch, some best ball merch, whatever you choose. Don't, I'm just copying and pasting an Excel sheet if I win, I will move on. Influencer. Why why is this blank? This this wheel is rigged. Let's do it again. Second gift card. Tommy Stocks, your vibrancy? Congrats, dude. I will uh I will email you. Why why is this doing this? Why are there all these blank names? Look at this. What am I doing wrong here? What am I doing wrong? Huh. Weird. All right, we'll keep trying to spin. Getting rugged by my own wheel. 
Wow. People still salty. There was no coffee pour. That's it. God damn it. What is going on with this wheel? Okay, here we go. It must have been a blank thing. Now I see all the names on here. We should be good. God, what a rough start to today. Here's a name. Joshua Jahun. Apologies for that. I, I'm, I'm sure I butchered it. We'll just go with Joshua. Congratulations, Joshua. You just won. Won a $25 gift card. Two more. Two more. Who is this? <laughs> What? What is this? What? Oh, Jesus. Unbelievable. And Peter Overzet, followed by Thanks Obama. Thanks Obama, congratulations. And that's it, right? Just four. Vibrancy, Joshua, Thanks Obama, and me. Now we'll do one more. I didn't get the Influencer 101, but my name came up on a wheel where I try to give back to the community. Exactly. Exactly. IG Ho Josh Cards. Congratulations. I need I need phonetic readings for all these names. Joe's Cards. All right. Congratulations, guys. I will email you um, with a gift card for you guys to hop in the store. Um, I will get the audio of this up on the In a Vacuum podcast feed if for some reason you are an audio bro. Like I said, if you're interested in that sports HUD, uh, the draft caddy, um, I have a link down to it below. You can also ask me and Brian questions in the Discord. And we have that video from Friday up walking through that. I will be back at 2.30 p.m. today for Splash Play. Feel free to get your Value Hound merch this summer, good luck uh, blasting off on puppy drafts while that is still open. And uh, check out the newsletter today. I mentioned the Camara stuff, but I also did a longer piece. I've been doing kind of strategy articles um, in there on Mondays. And today I talked about the onesie positions, uh, quarterback and tight end specifically. So have a strategy guide in the Fantasy Life newsletter. I believe that is it for me today. Rough show on my part. We battled through. We're just happy to be alive these days, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace.